Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for hopping on for another episode of Let's Sip Together. I am so glad you are here tonight. It's a Monday night, and I'm sort of double fisting my beverages. Um, I've got an airborne happening here. (laughs) I'm not sure if I have a cold or allergies or what it is, so I've got some airborne going and then also some sparkling rosé from One Hope that was just released. It is amazing. Not too dry, not too sweet, and comes in a really beautiful pink shimmery bottle. I am absolutely obsessed, so I'm bouncing back and forth between those two drinks tonight. Um, Tonight, I wanted to chat around the idea of letting go. I had a really great conversation at my job um, earlier today. The first Monday of every month, we have an event called Monday Motivation, where we hope to inspire our members to kind of start the month off strong. Oftentimes, the conversation starts with a topic and then sort of veers into something else that's a little bit different, but incredibly meaningful. And this past Monday was no different. The topic that I brought up that morning was growth. We were heading into springtime, which is sort of the natural period of growth, you know, outside with the trees and the flowers and all that. Um, But also it, it just seemed like a relevant topic kind of for me personally. So we brought that up. There were four of us in attendance and we started the conversation around how springtime feels like a great opportunity for growth in terms of the professional space. Uh, kind of wrapping things up before we roll into summer. A lot of us are moms with kids. And so a lot of us felt this kind of, not pressure, but this um, kind of pull that we're going to be growing into this new season before kind of the slower pace of the summer happens. And we were going around the group and sharing experiences of growth recently and also an area that we wanted to grow into. And the first person that started talking was sharing with us a story basically of what I would call forced growth. One of her children had been really sick recently, and that kind of forced her to begin to lean on her colleagues at work more. And at first, that felt really scary, really unnatural. What actually happened was something really beautiful. She has been able to focus more of her time and energy on her family And one of the people that's been working for her has really thrived. She's gotten herself a promotion, a raise, is now working more hours, and is loving it. It's been such a beneficial experience for both parties involved. What was really interesting is that the rest of the group had similar stories of when they've absolutely had to lean on people and the difference that it made. And it was funny that all of us in this conversation who didn't know one another up until very recently, we all had these same challenges around asking for help. (laughs) We all had this kind of innate perfectionist mindset that we had to do everything on our own. We had this desire to control and keep our hands on whatever the project was that we're talking about, anything and everything. And it wasn't until something in life, whether it be the birth of a child, someone being sick, our child being sick, in my case, divorce, whatever it was, that we actually started to ask for help. And in every single example, every single situation, things improved. Nothing got worse because we were forced to ask for help. Divorce has definitely provided me 
multiple times where I was forced to ask for help. Um, clearly, I did not learn to do this easily. So the universe kept throwing me some curveballs where I had no choice but to ask for help. There's that quote that I'm probably going to butcher um, that I read from uh, Gabby Bernstein that said, the universe will keep showing you the same lesson until you learn it. And I had to learn the lesson of asking for help. So there was the time I got a treadmill delivered and couldn't move it myself. And I had to call my brother, who's a workhorse, to come over and move it to the basement for me. There was the day that I went out to my backyard and we had these giant planters that I had purchased and I hadn't yet filled them with dirt and plants. It had rained. There was a lot of water in them. And I went to dump one of them out. This is really gross, but um, a little creature kind of floated up that had drowned in the water. I don't handle animals very well. So again, I'm calling my dad, calling my brother. I could not handle that on my own. Taxes this year. I've never used an accountant before in my life. Filing taxes by myself for the first time, I had to admit I had a lot of questions and I was really unsure about it. I had to hire an accountant. There was the time I had water leaking into my basement and I had to call my friends looking for a reference for someone. And instead, they ended up coming over and chiseling ice out of my gutters. Never knew ice dams were a thing. But the point of that sort of story is that I wasn't willing to ask for help before these things sort of presented themselves that were things I couldn't do on my own. I physically could not do them on my own. And so now I'm sort of learning. And these other women, we were you know, all chatting together. We all sort of learned that it's good to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. And oftentimes the outcome is better than you could have expected. And the other piece of that is that we were all saying how we're the first ones to offer to help others, but yet we never want to ask for that help ourselves. And so we also had this conversation around reframing the idea of if we don't ask, you know, those around us for help or for support, we're sort of denying them that opportunity to help us. And that denies them the opportunity of making themselves feel good. We all feel good when we help others. And so that was kind of a helpful reframe for me to think about. But the other piece of this conversation that we all had in common was this idea that we as women, and a lot of us are mothers, had the sense that we have to do it all and we have to do it all by ourselves and do it perfectly. And we all came to this consensus that once we were able to let go just a little bit, things in our lives started to turn around. And I gave an example of my own kids. My youngest daughter finds it very challenging to put her laundry in the hamper. She'll drop it on the floor right next to the hamper. <laughs> Maybe you have a child who does the same thing. Um, and she would put, you know, the toothbrush that she used in the morning and her toothpaste and just leave them on the sink instead of put them back, you know, in the cup where they're supposed to be when you're done. So we had a little flare up the other morning about leaving all these things behind and how I have to clean them up. And so we had this conversation around, you know, let's make a checklist. Let's make a checklist of the things that each of us have to do in the morning on our own so that we get everything done and nobody has to kind of pick at each other. 
So we made this checklist. She gets up in the morning. She checks everything off her list. She got dressed. She put her clothes in the hamper. She put her breakfast dishes in the dishwasher. She brushed her teeth. She brushed her hair. Those are the five things. She put her lunchbox in her backpack. Those are the things she had to do. So when I went into the bathroom to get myself ready, I noticed the cap was off the toothpaste. And I had a moment where I almost called her in and said, you know, come put the cap on the toothpaste. It has to go in the toothpaste. And I stopped myself because I remember someone telling me before that done is better than perfect. And I just let it go. She did all the things that were on her list. Nowhere on the list does it say put the cap on the toothpaste. And I just let it go. I let it go a little bit, put the cap on myself, and it saved so much stress and frustration that probably would have come from that. And it's just, it sort of just makes me chuckle. And I think probably for a lot of us that there's a lot of things kind of going on in life and the world right now that are out of our control. I'll speak for myself. A lot of things felt out of my control. And I very much like to control the things that I can control. And I've learned that about myself and I know that about myself. And I know that I'm very rigid and I'm very structured for when I make a plan of how things are supposed to go. And when they don't go that way, I get super agitated and super frustrated. This was definitely a point of contention in my marriage. When you're married to someone who travels a lot for work, a lot of times plans are always like, if you're home, then we'll do this. Or, you know, we can plan on doing this, but if you're not home, then what's going to happen? So there's always a lot of uncertainty. So again, I like to control the things I can control. I make the plans. I make the schedules. But when they don't go as expected, it can be a little bit tricky. So the other part of this is that I was chatting with um, a coach that I've been working with about, you know, asking for help and knowing that we all have to ask for help and all the things I've learned about asking for help. And we talked about the other piece of this is also kind of being flexible and letting go of not just doing everything on our own, but letting go of this mindset of how things are supposed to go and to be a little bit more flexible. And especially in my role now as, you know, a co-parent, being more flexible with schedules and when things happen to pop up. So recently, um, typically I, I have uh, my girls from, you know, Tuesday evening until Sunday morning and they're with their dad Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays. Um, something had come up with his schedule at work. And so I found myself with the girls on a Sunday and it was great. And I was sort of a little bit unprepared and that's okay. But we ended up, my youngest daughter and I ended up spending the afternoon making bolognese sauce. Um, I'm not a great cook. There's very few things that I can cook well. And I'm learning to cook my sister's bolognese, but my youngest wanted to help me. And so what started out as me feeling a little bit stressed because the schedule and routine that I have for myself was getting changed turned into a really, really special time with my daughter and I and her cooking this food with me. It was wonderful. It was a really great experience. And it was helpful for me 
to have now this tangible memory of here's a time when things didn't go as you planned, but the outcome was actually better than you imagined. It was better than you anticipated. I need to have kind of that example. So I would encourage you, if you have a hard time being flexible, to think of a time that you kind of went with the flow a little bit and to find a time that the outcome was actually better than you thought. It was just a really, really interesting conversation that extended well beyond our 30 minutes. And we all saw that we all have really similar feelings around the idea of letting go and asking for help and control. And we were wondering where these thoughts and beliefs came from, if it's generational, if it's something we learn from the media or what it is, maybe a combination of all of it. The good news is that from that conversation, we were all able to acknowledge that we want to let go a little and we really want to model that for our children moving forward. I want to show my daughters that not only is it okay to ask for help, but you should ask for help. We don't have to do things on our own. We're not meant to do things totally by ourselves. I talk a lot to my girls about helping others and we try to support different um, members of our community and members of their school community. And I teach them to be the helpers, but I have to do a better job also at teaching them to also be the recipient of that help and support from others. And I was reminded of a quote that I want to leave you with here that I heard several years ago at a conference. We were talking about the idea of work-life balance and how it simply just doesn't exist and it's basically bullshit that really, in particular, especially us um, as women and as moms, we find ourselves basically juggling balls all the time. And what we have to do on a given day or at a given moment, given month, whatever the time frame is, we have to decide which balls that we're juggling are glass and we have to absolutely keep them in the air and which balls that we're juggling are rubber and are able to bounce a bit when they're dropped. And being able to make that distinction is really, really important. So that is all for now. If you're enjoying Let's Sip Together, I would love for you to leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on and be sure to follow us at Let's Sip Together underscore the podcast on Instagram. Thank you guys so much. Cheers. Cheers.